welcome. Welcome. We are back. We're back after with a our vengeance. Break. With a vengeance. And we're we're going. <laughs> oh no! We're just so excited to be back with uh, Pretty Smutty. We are. Thank you for being patient with us on our little hiatus, and we are we're ready to get back into it. We are. So we we had a plan for what book we were going to do, but decided to go a little bit of a different route. That book is cursed right now. Anytime it we is. try to talk about it or announce that we're talking about it, <laughs> something happens. Something happens. Like, it was meant to be our first episode, and then it w- it, it went just did so not. off the rails. <laughs> yeah, somehow I think we recorded for like ninety minutes. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we it was about a fraction of the book. Because because it's it's so I don't know it's one of those books. I don't know if you weren't just feeling it that night or if it's a difficult book to talk about. There are a lot of characters. There are a lot of characters. So maybe and we're that. If you follow us on Instagram, you probably saw the post. We're we're gonna keep. We're not gonna say it because it's because it's gonna something's gonna happen if we say the title. Of the book. It's gonna curse us if we say it. So we're not gonna say the title. But it's a very popular series, especially yes. right now. And, and we will get to it, or maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Maybe we we'll might just die. Skip the first book totally. <laughs> And just go to the second book. We might have to do that or something because it's unreal what happens to us every time we try to discuss this book or even think about discussing it. Uh, I Because I posted, I made a post on Instagram for us about it and then we were supposed to record and then we ended up taking a break. <laughs> and I removed the post because I was just like, this post, this is what started it. It's. I was it's like, I'm gonna post about the book. It just. It did something, and I don't know why. Because we love this book. We enjoyed it so much. We. Yeah. No. It. This book is one of and the reasons why we even started this podcast. I think it is yes, the reason. It is. Uh, it is. But we read this. You go it's first. Just like no, it's not the time, guys. It's not the time. It doesn't feel it's right. You know. You know what I'm. You know what I think it is. I think it's because we know that we need to wait. Until the release of the second um, the season, two. season two of the series that this book is based on. I feel like that's what sure our bodies and brains yeah. and the world really is trying to tell us. So. Yes. It's just wait a little bit. Just give yeah. it some time. And then talk about it. Let it die down. Let people maybe read the book a little bit more. Yeah. There we go. So, we decided to do something a little different today. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about a book that I read, but Megan has not. I have not, no. And that is um, Hush Hush by, oh my gosh, what's her name? <laughs> I should know this. Uh, I don't. And I'm, I'm going to look, look it up. up here real By Becca Fitzpatrick. And what do we, what's the general feeling that we got from this book? Did, 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 did we <laughs> enjoy it? I have, I know nothing about this book. Aaron has told me absolutely nothing. I'm going in completely <laughs> blind. 
And I have this feeling that I'm not going to like what's about to happen. So, Erin, please tell me and tell all of us about this book. (laughs) Now, what is crazy is I know I'm not alone in how I feel about it, but it has such good reviews. So it makes me wonder if maybe is the general series just really good? Or am I a 30-year-old woman who read a book from 2009 about a weird love thing? No, because you love Twilight, (laughs) and that book is from 2005, right? Yeah. So I don't think... I'm reading... Okay, I've pulled up this book, and I'm looking at the reviews, and it's got... (laughs) Four and a half stars out of nearly 3,000 reviews on Amazon. People People like it. People love this series. That's why I read it. I was listening to another podcast and they're like, oh, he's such a good book boyfriend. And I was like, cool. Good book boyfriend usually means good romance. Yeah, good thing. Because I'm constantly scouting books for us to read. I was like, yes, let's do it. I got it. And I'm... And you regret it. I I mean, yes and no, because I'm going to have to finish the series. Because oh, now have I you, need to know what happens. Have you read more of the series I, other than the first yet. book? Okay, okay. Not yet. Just the first one, because I, if I, if I read all of them at once, I don't know if I'll survive. Oh, no. <laughs> we apologize to anyone who likes this book. That, it's not personal. No, and I'm being dramatic. For, oh, yeah. No, this is frenzies. all this is all theater. It's yes. theater. Um, I would love but, to know more about this book. Can you tell me? Yeah. Yes. So we are introduced to our heroine, our female lead, Nora. And she's sitting in sex education class with her best friend, V, who, and they're polar opposites. Of course. V's tall and sexy and blonde, and Nora is, I guess, small and, but has long legs. We're constantly reminded of that. And dark, you know, so they're the opposite. You know, dark and light. Ah, Yes. I see. I'm now, so, I'm imagining, like, a woman, you know, I'm imagining, actually, the green M&M, how it's, like, a round body, but, like, really long legs. <laughs> imagining that as a human right now. Because they're, they're short. The, the legs go all the way up. Legs go all the way up, Griffin. <laughs> that's what, that's what Nora is. Oh, my God. And... <laughs> Oh my god, it's horrifying. It's a Twilight. It's it's obviously heavily inspired by Twilight. Okay, okay. Because the main girl is meant to be that kind of plain Jane, you know, brunette. Still obviously somehow very beautiful. attractive. Yeah. Yeah. She's plain but being... plain but amazingly gorgeous. Yes, with long legs. That go all and the way she's up. All the way up. And she's petite. How I don't know. I don't know. My brain is just like, where do I even? Is that much of of a mess that you you don't even know where to start? Because I have a lot of feelings about it. I can tell. I'm I'm trying to figure out where all the love comes from. 
Okay. And again, it could be because I read it as an adult. Well, you're not you're not ancient. You don't have one foot in the grave, so. No, I mean, you like you I like stuff like this, though. I mean, this I is a do. genre I that love, you really like. I do like a good young adult fantasy novel. So, where was it lacking? Yeah. Was it lacking in okay. romance? Was it lacking? Was the fantasy aspect too ridiculous? Like, the I it was the characters. Oh no! It was so. Uh, we're introduced to Patch, who is the boyfriend. Ugh. And, yeah, the name. Is I so hate stupid. that. I really hate that. And he's right away just making a lot of innuendos towards Nora, making her uncomfortable. Oh. And then, without any explanation, she's super into him. And she's like, I don't know why... And he's still just super rude to her, but also hitting on her. And but it won't tell her. Like it's all really. Bleh. Is it too juvenile? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Because it sounds and, like, like Nora's it... fifteen, and Patch oh. is supposed to be eighteen. And he's still in school. And he's a senior, and it's it's because he never went to school before, so that's why he's <laughs> having to take these classes now. See. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm imagining <laughs> some eighteen year old who's truly never been to school before and like can't read and is, like her... looking at like the whiteboard and is like, oh ee, ee, ee. like sweating, <laughs> pulling out his collar and like but doesn't then... know how to tie his shoes. Like <laughs> he's also he's like clearly very intelligent and everything, right? Okay. But he's just never been to been to s- traditional school which do they okay, meet at school is that where they meet yeah in okay. sex education where oh. the coach is like oh hey we're gonna switch it up so now nora and patch are study buddies of course and patch won't do any of the work except make her uncomfortable Ew. so again yeah he just won't do work they go home she lives out, they really want to push forward that she lives in the middle of nowhere in this area that seems to get foggier than the rest of Maine. And of I'm like, okay, what does that, <laughs> and all that really lends to is that she, the creepy things that follow her can hide better, but she still sees them all the time. So oh. I don't know what the fog really lends to the story. <laughs> They really want to make it clear that she can't see anything, but she can totally see it. But she still sees everything. Okay, okay. So she has her own vehicle to get to and from. Her mom works out of town all the time, so she's home alone in the middle of nowhere. Poor girl. And and (laughs) she has a housekeeper (laughs) to take care of her. She lives in the middle of nowhere. And she has a housekeeper that's also her nanny. That's also her nanny, but then leaves at 9 o'clock. 9 so p.m.? Yeah. And her so mom's still not home? Her mom works out of town. That's so weird. <laughs> no dad. Why? Dad died. Of course. No dad. Dad died? Dad gone? I, I think dad's dead. Dad's uh, dead. And they're only staying in the house because of memories. Yeah, dead dad. That's the best way for a storyline to progress. Yeah, so they're staying in this house for for memories of the deceased father, but the mom is never there. So, but the mom is never there. (laughs) 
I guess that she doesn't want to remember. Yeah. So Nora calls Patch to be like, hey, can we do this schoolwork that we have to do for sex ed? And he's like, no. And she's like, well, that doesn't really fly with me because I'm super into schoolwork. So she like... <laughs> well, that doesn't fly with me. <laughs> no, Sorry. she's like, nah. So she goes to where he is, which is an arcade place with pool tables. And he, she goes to, like, try to get the schoolwork done, but that doesn't... She still doesn't get the schoolwork done? Because <laughs> she's distracted by the arcade. And Patch, his sexy distracted. body. Yes, that's another thing. Apparently he's, like, super dark and broody and, like... Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm looking this up as you explain it to me now. Because I'm just like, what? <laughs> It's confusing. I'm not explaining it well. No, you're doing a great job. You're doing amazing. It's just so funny. I just, like, I'm just, <laughs> it's the way everyone subscribes. So she goes back. She doesn't, she tries to get the coach to like let her switch partners because Patch isn't doing work. But the coach is like, no, like that's not how it's going to work. You, He's participating in class since he's been your partner. So you're good for him. Who cares about how you feel, young lady? Yeah. Um, they then do this whole thing about, like, the coach is like, how, what do men look for in a partner? And Patch is like, oh, well, we look for someone who's smart and beautiful and vulnerable. Ew. And he, like, stares at Nora. Right? I was like, Ew. And he's blatantly talking about Nora. And in front of the whole class, he, like, starts, like, touching her. No. And stuff like that. Yes. And like, no, she's just like, yeah, like, talk, and he just keeps mentioning her being vulnerable. And I'm That's just like, gross. this is so gross. This is like, uh, what? I just got shivers. Like, I don't, a, this is a like, 15 year old child, Patch. And, and yeah, and he's 18. We'll find out he's not really 18. Oh, no. He, Twist. Because he's an angel. Or a, a nephew. What? No, what is he? Yeah, he's a fallen angel. What does so that he's mean? Immortal. So he's he's fucking hundreds of years old. Disgusting. Yeah, he's a fallen angel. Why did he fall for being a pedophile? Yeah. <laughs> God was like, yeah, no, we don't want you, so we'll put you with the human. You'll fit right in. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. So okay. This is, this is a big issue I have with a lot of these like fantasy books, like yeah. because like and it's an issue I have with Twilight as well is that the the male characters are always like these hundreds of year old creatures and then the girls are always minors. What and, is like, it? What? And I and the majority of their female authors too. So it's not like we can be like men cuz like <laughs> We can't, no. Women like this, too. Yeah. Humans. People. Yeah. At least, like, at least with, like, Sookie Stackhouse, that series. Thankfully. And she made the decision to be with vampires and stuff. Multiple vampires. Multiple. Multiple vampires. Multiple beings. But, see, she doesn't end up marrying any of them, so. Wait, okay, I'm sorry. I'm reading the Wikipedia page on this, on this book. Yeah. And I've got to this part where she's on a roller coaster and oh, disaster yeah. strikes after she falls off. 
only to realize it was her imagination. Only it's not her imagination. <gasps> I'll we'll get to this. Oh. We'll get to this. Okay. 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 So so uh, V. We'll just there's is V yeah. also an angel? So v. No, V is just like her best friend. But she's a human. Kind of has she's human. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And she picks up Nora one morning for school. And they go to a coffee shop. And while they're at the coffee shop, there's these two dudes there. And one is, like, what I would think you would consider, like, conventionally attractive, blonde, athletic dude. And the other is, like, what I think you would picture, like, a Hot Topic vampire kid to be. Okay. (laughs) Like, really tall and thin with, like, slicked back hair and everything. Got it. Got it. And so he's interested in... Yeah, V's interested in him, and the other one, I can't remember any of their names, is interested in Nora. And Elliot? Is Elliot his name? Elliot? Jules and Elliot? Okay, Jules is the vampire kid. So Elliot must be... Elliot's the boy that likes Nora. Okay, got it. So they kind of like hit it off, and they make plans for double dates, and Elliot seems like a really nice kid, and Nora's like, cool... I don't mind him. That doesn't last long because Elliot's a super fucking creep who is super aggressive and uh, gets really weird when Nora doesn't want to hang out with him. (gasps) He gets, yeah. So they all go to the amusement park together and they're like talking to Elliot and Jules about like Patch and and V's like, yeah, he's like a stalker and and all this stuff. And and Nora's like, well, you know, yeah, he's kind of weird and I don't like him. But then seeks him out. She sees Ew. him and then she's like, okay, I'm going to go talk to Patch. I'm going to go talk to my stalker. Like, the f- yeah, the guy that I was just telling you about who might be dangerous, I'm going to go talk to him. Okay. Yeah, for funsies. And so she does. And then... When that's done, he's like, okay, meet me at this ride, this Archangel ride. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I don't think I will. But then she does. So she completely bails on her best friend and two dudes that they just met. Oh, my god! Which one? Never. Like, if that was us in that situation and we were hanging out with two dudes that we just met, I would never bail on you. No, I would never leave you alone with these guys. No, we just met them. They're weird. We don't know And we're babies. We're 15 in this. Like, we are children. No. Babies. And so she goes and they, her and Patch get onto the roller coaster. And yeah, she thinks that she, like, is flying off of this ride. But then she's fine. And Patch, she's like, did I just whatever? And he's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) He's all... Like, she can tell he's being kind of sketchy about it. Yeah. And by this point, even without research, she's like, there's something weird about him and all this. So Nora gets, like, weirdly attacked sometimes by things. (laughs) Oh, the things that are following her? (laughs) Yes. So she's driving home some nights in V's car. Even though she has her own car, I don't know why she's constantly driving V's car. I'm assuming it's so that they can use it to get her places that she wouldn't be if she just drove herself. Do you know what I mean? Like, if she used her own vehicle. 
So she thinks she's attacked and something tears up V's car. So she gets home, she calls V, she's like, oh my god. Or she goes to V's and V's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with my vehicle. <laughs> so Nora's like, I'm what? Okay, and so she imagined it. She, she doesn't imagine it. It happens. But then... But it's like a glamour. Oh my there's god. There's something putting a glamour on her. And this happens at the amusement park, too, and that's why yeah. she thinks she fell off. Yeah, and it happens again at her house when something attacks her there, and she calls the police, and the police show up, and there's absolutely nothing wrong. So the police are like, oh, you're lying. Is it Patch? It is. It is also <gasps> somebody else. What? Who? Is it Elliot, too? Kind of. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. Tell yeah. me more. Tell me more. So... So all this shit is happening. Uh, v and Nora go shopping one day. Oh, I should mention, Nora's seeing the school psych- psychiatrist. But because her left. dad was murdered. Because her dad was murdered. Which, if they somehow intertwine that, like, her dad was murdered by, like, Elliot or Jules or somebody, cool. But they don't. And I feel like that's a missed opportunity. Unless that happens later in the series. Oh, okay. Or, like, maybe Patch does it. <gasps> or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm intrigued. You have piqued my interest. I might have to read this I... now. <laughs> and what is I... going on? There's so... It's a lot. But then there's, like, this... I feel like it was really, really spread out. And then it all just kind of dumps at the end. Okay. I'm reading this part right now that says Patch makes her tacos and she becomes worried as the knife he uses changes sizes. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, he's making her tacos and she's like really uncomfortable suddenly and she's like, can you put the knife down? And he's like, why? And she's like, because I'm not really like, I don't feel comfortable with you holding this knife. And then... He does, and then he puts her on the counter, and they start, like, making out on the counter. Is she, is this whole, at the end of this series, are we just going to find out that she's, like, a schizophrenic, like, in a padded cell? Because, like, what is happening? Did she kill her dad? She killed her dad. She went crazy. And she is in the padded cell. That's how it ends. Oh, I'm serious. Like, that has to be, like, that's the only, like plausible explanation up. because what <laughs> like what what else could it be she thinks i i fell oh, off yeah. a roller coaster but i didn't i'm really shooken up <laughs> your knife and keeps really... changing sizes sizes and something attacked <clears throat> your car but there's no damage to the car oh my god and... Aaron. Yeah. i cracked the case so... i did it we need to write this book <laughs> be way better a fanfic of a fanfic. Aha. Uh-huh. Hey, it, people do it. Oh, because it's, it's been done. Okay, so... So Elliot's just getting weirder and weirder. Yeah. Like, Nora flat out says, I don't want to be with Elliot because yeah. he's he scares her. Because Elliot was going to a really prestigious private school, but then suddenly couldn't go anymore. And he said it was because... His parents couldn't pay the tuition. Mm. So he started having to go to the public school. Oh, 
And Poor little rich boy. Yeah, so Nora's like, okay, that's really, that's shitty. Um, a girl was found hung uh, from a tree. Oh. And it was, I think, ruled accidental or a suicide. But Elliot was questioned about her death because... He was the last person to be seen with her walking into this area where she was found dead. Um, and Nora finds this out and she's like, that's so scary. I don't Absolutely. Because he was right. Like, finally, Nora, she's like, yes, danger. Will Robinson. <laughs> so she's printing off the article. And then who shows up? Patch. Elliot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Patch probably wouldn't, it probably would have been okay if he showed up at this point, but it was Elliot. And he's like, Hey, what are you looking at? And she's like, Oh shit. If he finds out that I'm, that I found this article that he was questioned in his girlfriend's murder, he's going to be even weirder. And he's going to kill me. Like, yeah. Like he already wants to, he's just going to want to even more. And so, Oh my God. (laughs) So she gets it. And he's, like, talking to her, and she thinks she hides it. But she's not sure if he knows or not, because he's still being weird. But he's also just a weird dude. So, like, yeah. And I guess you would be if you're a a murderer, right? Trying to masquerade as a normal kid. You would be a little weird. I'm... (laughs) My brain. Right. How... I need to... Okay, so, okay. How, how, how do we find out what Patch is? Like, how uh, is that? How while. is it? Takes a while. Okay. It takes a while to like get to where you find out what he is and everything like that. Because, like, Nora sees like the scars on his back from his wings and everything like that. And she knows something's different about him, but she doesn't know what he is. Yeah. And, uh,. She's trying to figure it out whilst also trying to figure out, like, what to do about Elliot. So she's like, I have to tell V right away. But before she can tell V, V's attacked by somebody who was following Nora. But Jules. They, they realized somebody was following Nora. You're on the right track. Oh, okay. I'm trying to piece it all together in my head. Like So they think that they followed Nora, but they followed V and they attacked V. And V ends up in the hospital. So Nora can't tell V right away, even though she had a chance to tell V. Like hmm. like I talked about this before. If I read an article that said this boy that we were hanging out with was in a was investigated for murder, it wouldn't take me days to tell you. No. Even in 2009, I would have been on MSN. Was that still a thing in 2009? Facebook. I think MSN (laughs) wasn't, but Facebook. Facebook was uh, text messages. Like, these things all existed. Like, I would have found any way to message you and be like, hey, guess who was investigated for murder? (laughs) But no, not Nora. Not our girl Nora. No. So, So while... All the bad stuff is happening. V's in the hospital. More weird shit happens. I can't remember all of it. But I think her and Patch start to grow closer. They do, like, kind of start bonding. And she realizes that she has feelings for him, even though she doesn't trust him and thinks he's dangerous. 
how does that make any sense at all? I I don't trust this person, but I'm in love with them. Yeah, something deep inside of her is like, he wants to kill me. He wants to harm me. And I like it. But I like it. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I need, I need, are you comfortable with telling me, like, like, what is like the, like, how do we find out? Like, where's like the, where's the climax, Erin? Give me the climax. Okay, so. Oh no. Okay, so. Nora eventually tells V about the murder investigation. Okay. V's like really weirdly nonchalant about it, and she's really anti-patch. Okay. And she's like, oh, it's fine. Like, Elliot didn't do it, but they had to talk to him because, of course, right? And V is like weirdly just, she's fine with it. She's like, let's go camping with them. And Nora's like, I'm not going camping with Elliot, he came to my house and like physically assaulted me. Yeah. And all this stuff. And she's like, no, that's fine. He was drunk. He was stressed out. And I'm like, <laughs> girl, what? That makes no sense. No. Um, the school psychiatrist is also really trying to push Nora for information while also telling her to stay away with from Patch, but without telling her why she should stay away from Patch. Okay. And Nora's like, I don't like this psychiatrist. She's fucking weird. And then, oh, okay. I'm trying to gather my thoughts with how, okay. So eventually V is like, I'm going to a party with Jules and Elliot in the city. And Nora's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And he's like, well, too bad. I'm going. And then Nora ends up also going into the city but not with V and but she's trying to find her because she doesn't feel like it's a good idea for her to be there without anybody yeah Nora's like something bad's gonna happen and something bad does happen but not to V it (gasps) happens to Nora as a uh a um homeless woman robs Nora of her jacket and her phone and like runs away with it, and then is murdered. What? Because they think that it's Nora. Oh my god. <laughs> they yeah. think that Nora so is like, some homeless woman because <laughs> because, because of her she has her jacket. <laughs> oh my so like, god. Oh shit. What do I do? So she finds yeah. a payphone and of course calls Patch. Because, yeah. So he shows up and saves her. And then on their drive home, his car breaks down. And she, the, he's like, well, we can't just stay here. Help's going to be a while. Let's go. Let's walk up to this hotel, this motel that's there. So she's like, I don't really feel comfortable with that. But she does it anyway. And she then, that's where she realizes that he does want to hurt her. And, and is planning to murder her. What? Basically, Yeah. Why? I don't remember if you find out there, but basically, we'll just get to it. So what it boils down to is Patch is a fallen angel. He didn't want to be in heaven anymore. So he came to Earth and he fell in love with a woman, a mortal. Uh, And he is looking for a way to become human. The only way for a fallen angel to become human is to kill a Nephilim. 
So a half human, half angel. She or and she, somebody from their bloodline. Which is she? Nora, which is she is of the Nephilim bloodline. So her great 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 whatever grandfather is a Nephilim. And is this why she can see things, or does that have anything yes. to do with that? Okay. Nope. That's why. Yeah. So she can. That's why she's able to like sense stuff and like yeah, kind of figure things out and everything like that. Got it. Okay. So. So she gets back to her house eventually, and her school psychiatrist is there. What? And she tries to kill Nora. What? Because her school psychiatrist is an angel who's in love with Patch, and she's super oh. mad because Patch what? left her in heaven because he fell in love with a human. Which her. human? A, a, some woman who's dead already. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she fell in love with her a long time ago. And then she died. So, and so she's dead. So Patch is now trying to become human. So I guess he, if he falls in love with, again, he won't, yeah, outlive the love of his life. Okay. I assume. But Patch is also, when you're a fallen angel, you're not a good, you're not good in any way. Like, there's, there's nothing. You there's don't no goodness in you. Things. You're like. Yeah. You're a bad person. Yeah. So physically, like, even physically, you don't feel stuff. So, like, when he was kissing Nora and doing stuff like that, he didn't feel any of that. Okay. So, basically, it's all playing games with her because he doesn't have feelings for her. Okay. Yeah, because she's just a means to an end for him, basically. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah. It's It's... kind of messed up. Okay. And what about... (laughs) As, and about Elliot and Jules. Okay, so uh, after the whole, like, teacher tries to kill her thing, she Patch shows back up. And she finds out that Elliot, Jules, and V are at the high school to play hide-and-seek. That makes, okay, and that's like, normal. That's Yeah. So that's... they're like, come play hide-and-seek with us, Nora. And Nora's like, oh my god, they're going to kill V. Yeah. Hey, Elliot's going to kill V. And so they get there, and she gets in, and she, like, right away, she finds Jules. And Jules is dead. And she's like, oh my god, Elliot killed his best friend. And now he's going to kill me and V. So she has to try to find V. But then she finds Elliot, but he's still alive. (sighs) So she's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Well, it turns out Jules is the baddie. What? And Jules, yeah, Jules is her great 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 whatever grandfather guy and patch uses him as like a vessel thing to be human for a while and stuff like that oh what and yeah it's all i don't remember it fully it's i feel like it's kind of confusing because patch has a body so how does jules have a body if patch has a body that he's using aaron I okay I'm gonna read I'm gonna read I'm gonna try to make yeah, sense of this because I don't fully like I read it and maybe I'm dumb or maybe I was just like at this point in the book kind of spacing out because <laughs> oh Jules okay oh. okay Patch is a fallen angel from heaven who was trying to kill her and in doing so gain a human body her death would kill his the film vessel Chauncey Long Longuez 
and make Patch completely <laughs> human. She also discovers that Patch has an ex-girlfriend named Dabria, who is also yeah. Nora's new counselor at school, an angel of death who wants Patch <laughs> to save Nora's life so he can become a guardian angel and so he can get back together yeah. with her. Yeah. Oh my god. It is soon revealed that friend, her friend Jules is actually Chauncey. Yeah. <laughs> who... <coughs> what? Friend is friend is used very loosely there. Who yeah, wants so Jules revenge that, yeah, on, on Patch. Patch for tricking him into swearing an oath that will allow Patch to take over his body during the Jewish month of Cheshvan. Cheshvan. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that word. Um, <laughs> after leaving the motel and going home, Debria breaks into Nora's yeah. room. Oh my god. God tries to hide and seek. <laughs> well, presuming. See, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, Aaron. What the fuck? <laughs> and Patch does save her. Like Nora's, like, well, he's gonna kill me either way, kind of thing. What does but all I this have to do with Judaism? What is? I don't know because it's not mentioned. It's only mentioned like whenever it's referencing when he like nobody in the book is jewish or cares about it until it's like oh no (laughs) yeah so it's not it's that's the only time it's ever mentioned is when it comes up about his vessel and stuff like that (laughs) and so chauncey he dies he dies i think i don't remember exactly how he dies but nora also because i think she he wants to kill Nora for a specific there's a specific reason I don't know if it's just revenge yeah but when she she throws herself off and like off the top of like the bleachers or something like that or the top of the gymnasium and because of that Chauncey dies he doesn't come back yeah I see because I'm, he's I'm... also supposed to be immortal for whatever reason because he's a Nephilim, I'm assuming. Okay. And uh, but, Patch saves Nora. Why? Thus becoming a guardian angel. Why? Because I guess he falls in love with her. But he has no good in him. Yeah. Why would he just suddenly... I, why would he just suddenly have goodness in him and be capable why, of love? Yeah. It makes no sense. Because his sole reasoning for even seeking out Nora is to kill her. From the go. And to make her very uncomfortable the entire time. And so... And they they never have any sort of meaningful conversations enough to give him a reason to fall in love with her. You know? Like, it's not like they ever, like, sit down and talk about her dad. Or her mom never being home. Or anything like that, right? Yeah. So, like, that's what's always confused. Like, why does he fall in love with her? We don't know. This is weird. I don't like it. And, yeah. Aaron. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like it could have been explained a lot better. My brain just can't wrap around a lot of the things that happen in it. Okay, I'm reading the character descriptions right now on Wikipedia, and Jules slash Chauncey is dark and six foot ten. Does the author not... How, like realize how <laughs> tall six foot ten is how re- yeah like, that's I like told- that's like close to like the tallest person ever 
Yeah, it that's right. That's insane. And V's like V is also very tall. So I don't know if like that was her character's only like reasoning for wanting to go with Jules. Because we're never it's never explained to us what Jules finds attract or what V finds attractive in Jules, except that they're two guys that they've never seen at school before. And Jules is apparently like really like overtly sexual, but she's a virgin. Okay. And I'm, again, I I'm guessing that's meant to contrast with Nora, who's meant to be more like intellectual and modest. Okay, that makes sense. And because you know, two best friends can't have similar styles or interests. No, absolutely not. Not. We should, okay, wait, wait, okay, one second. Let's tie up Hush Hush. Hush Hush is not very good. If you enjoyed That's... this, if you enjoyed this, please um, contact us somehow I, I and tell would. us what we're missing. Because, I mean, I didn't read it, but I, I know enough. I would be really interested to know what people like so much about it because I'm not seeing it. And for for such a big statement to be made that Patch is a good book boyfriend when he wanted he to kill her the entire out. time, like the entire what? time, he, the entire time, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna murder her. I'm just gonna done. Like if if that's the bar for being like that's how low the bar <laughs> is for being a good book boyfriend, and then, then like show me a bad book boyfriend. Show me a bad then one. She wasn't like. Oh, I think I like him. He was making her extremely uncomfortable. And not just with, like, the murdery vibes. It was when he was, like, he, like, saying things about her in front of the class. That's awful. Like, she wasn't comfortable with that. And it was, no. like, constant innuendos that she clearly, like, didn't feel. And so, like, I just, maybe, even if he does get better in the, the in the later books... I don't know if I'm, like, even, like... Is he redeemable in your eyes? No, I don't think so. And there's a lot of, like, bad guy characters that are, like, I'm gonna murder people, but I still like my girl. Oh, yeah, that's totally cool. His girl. Like, bad guys who love their female partner in books, I'm all for. But typically, they're not trying to murder them beforehand. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, usually you're not supposed to kill the people you love. Yeah. And like it's it's and fine any- that it's fine that he wants to. It's fine. But to call him a good book boyfriend is it's insulting. It's it's something cuz there are so many like good like fictional guys out there that you're like, "Yes, I love them." And like there's even bad guys that don't oh, do yeah. good things that you're even like, "Yeah, okay, I think I can get over it." I can look past this. Yeah, typically they're not, you know, you know, making making her and maybe we're just like not super well versed in like young adult fantasy. Yeah, no, this is if this is what it is, if this is what people like, then and this is And I think I feel like even if there is a young adult romance being written now, I still feel like it's not as like centered around I have to like this boy kind of thing. Yeah. Like I've read I've read a I've been reading a lot of like young adult novels lately and even when there is like a romance or love interest it's not the entire premise yeah of the book i 
think I that I don't think that I don't think it's a a generational thing. I don't think it's because you're reading a book from 2009 as a 30 year old woman. I think it's just a poorly written romance and maybe a poorly written book overall. And um and that's 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 how I'm gonna end it. I'm gonna say <laughs> it's bad and I want to give it a smut rating of zero. My very first a zero. zero. Because if you're trying to kill your love interest that you don't like until the very end, then no, no, <laughs> no, as a and zero. If every, and if, like, the majority of your, like, interactions end with her feeling uncomfortable? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If, if, you're, if you're making her uncomfortable, if you're degrading her, if you are, like, any, all yeah. of the above, any of it. I don't care if it's 1920 or if it's 2005. Like, it's not flying and you're out. No. Yeah, no. That is, yeah. It, it is definitely a smut score zero. Not just because there's no... Smut. Like, real anything. But because even where there is, I guess, romance, it's not even romantic. Ugh. It's uncomfortable... And that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst kind of romance. The romance that gives you, like, the heebie-jeebies. And you're just like, ugh, this is not right. Ooh, the cringies. We cringe. So, thumbs down. Smut score zero. That was our, those were our smut scores. Zero. zero. Goose egg. Nada. Goose egg. No smut. Nothing. No sex. No romance. No good. No, it's just bad just but we hope you enjoyed hearing us talk about how bad it was yeah gathered thoughts it was messy it was a messy episode (laughs) (laughs) that's my thoughts but next next time on pretty smutty we will be giving you some some real smut hopefully hopefully we'll see maybe if if we feel like the curse has passed we'll see you see you see you with some of that We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Bye.